Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Reviewers, what's good? It's your man, Benny Blue, and damn it, we've been locked up in this quarantine for months. So wouldn't it be about time to get a new shirt or hoodie or any piece of merch just in time for football season? Well, you can at our friends at TrendsCollab.com. TrendsCollab.com is the official maker of all things JB and Benny Blue Review merch. You can get a t-shirt, hoodie, hat, mug, urinal cake, whatever your heart desires, plus a bunch of other dope theme shirts like the damn Gina Classic and other shirts that you can get made to order. And if you're an influencer, you can touch base with them to get your own custom merch. That's right, Trends Collab does it all. Guess what? Free shipping on orders of $50 or more. Just use the promo code free shipping at checkout. Check out our friends, trendscollab.com, and follow them at trendscollab. Trendscollab.com, the official merch provider for the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. Hey, Bird Gang, this is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune into the number one podcast on the web, my show, JB and Benny Blue Review, right here on KSRN Arizona. Yeah, baby, I like it like that. Ooh, yeah. Wee. Yeah. We're back, yeah. baby. Reviewers. Live stream. Reviewers. Yeah. Reviewers. What the fuck, man? All right, what's popping out there? What's going on in these goddamn streets? What's happening? What's happening? Hey, real quick, man, I just got to send a shout out to AZ, man. All right? If you ain't heard the new AZ, do or die to. You are slacking, you're lacking, you are slacking, and you're macking, man. That thing is nasty, bro. He got cuts, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Rick Ross on that thing, of course. And you already know which verse, I mean, which song Rick Ross coming on by the beat, always, you know what I'm saying? He got Conway, he got Lil Wayne on that thing, you know what I'm saying? He got Jaheem, came off on the rock. Jaheem is back. Came off on the rock and started singing on the hook, man. Oh, do you know? He got Davies on that I thing. Bro, that thing, man. Yeah. And it's the fourth yeah, member. He was back. It's the fourth member of the Bee Gees. My guy, Benny Blue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> How deep is your love, reviewers? That's all we want to know. Goddamn. How deep back, is your baby. motherfucking love? We are here, man. Episode 192. I remember. That's right. That's right. Coming up. Thank you. Yeah, Week one recap of the NFL season. Old football season is back. Of course, talking the bird game, talking my kitties for a second, getting into week two savage picks. And we got you guys completed the mission. We're very proud of you, reviewers. We got some savage hotline questions to get at here toward the end of the first segment. But as, as JB gives a million dollars pound, but as you are watching this fine broadcast, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, you can drop in a comment or question at any point. I promise you we will get to that shit. And listen, man, we know Wednesday nights people got, you know, people got lives to live. We understand that you can't tap in every week. We understand that. It's all good. You can check us out in podcast form on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, share, subscribe, five-star rate us on Apple Podcasts. It helps us climb up the charts. And for those in the desert, baby, tap in with our friends at casualsports.com, KSRN Arizona. And they also are joining us on the Believe Podcast Network. So if you want podcasts just about your team specifically, like our guys Ed and Javon do for the Bird Gang, mm-hmm. tap them with us on Believe and all that stuff. And of course, man, Bird Gang Faithful, we got that goddamn merch available here to you right now. All right, so tap in with the merch. We're going to show it to you on the screen. Get that Super Kyler shirt or hoodie. 
unisex combined cotton made to order just for you and listen whether it's that or the bird gang all day shirt or hoodie use the promo code kyler for 50 15 off or bird gang for 50 off and free mm. shipping shout out to our friends trends collab man tap in so tap in i need tap my hoodie man stuff. i need my, my hoodie man Chad Carl, we need i need my I need my bird gang hoodie, bro. Like, you know, you're talking about the one, I'm the one of the forefathers of the bird gang, bro. You are, as you as you were the Panthers hat, because damn it, they're showing you more love. They're, they're trying to court you, JB. You were talking about it last week. The Panthers are trying to court your ass. You know what I mean? That's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Cause I'm out, cause I'm in these streets. You know what I'm saying? So court me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, hey. shout out shout out to the Panthers, man. You know what I'm saying? They always show love. I get a care package in them every year. Uh that's his class, man. It's pretty awesome. And I appreciate yeah. it, man. So they always send a shirt, you know what I'm saying? A hat, a couple of hats, shirts, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. Just a little forgive me nots, man. That's how you're supposed to do it, man. Show appreciation for the motherfuckers that built your organization, that made your organization what it is. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no Julius Peppers and no Steve Smith, but I guarantee you some motherfuckers in North Carolina remember Jeremy Bridges. Trust me when I say it. And I ain't because of my police record. All right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Speaking of inquiries, hit us up for sponsorship questions or hate mail. JB and Betting Blue Review at gmail.com. Speaking of which, tap with our friends at Savage CBD and use the code review for 15% off your first order free ship. We get the links in everywhere you see this posted. Quick check in, JB. Oh, it's been oh. one week oh. of For the People Fantasy. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, we won. That's why we beat your dear brother Quincy. 274 to 236.12, baby. So we got yeah. the first dub. Uh, we're 1 0. To, uh, we had a valiant effort to come back because we was up on his up on his ass probably about about forty something points. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, right. He did Hollywood, he Hollywood, back I, on yeah. Him. I think Hollywood Brown did him a service. You know, just as much as he could. Yep. Yep. So fits our guy Sean fits like a glove. Got a dub. Cards fan for life. Got a W. People's champ. A former winner. Got a W. Our last year's winner, Keisha Base AZ, took an L. Bridges Begay taking an L. And our guy Kev buy you some bitch took an L. And then we got the win. Mike got a win. Julio, think you are. Uh, Mitch, that's a great name. He got a W. And everybody else taking L's. We're going against All About the Birds next week. Julio, so, uh, think you are. You know, Johnny, get ready. <laughs> taking taking on you, cats. And speaking of All About the Birds, uh, JB, the AAT Sports Network that's hosting the Burner Bridges podcast week two. Uh, how how was that for you, week two of Burner Bridges? It was dope, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just getting better and better. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got, you know, we, we, we're blessed to have people, man, that, that, that do great things in this business. Uh, all about the birds fam and, you know what I'm saying? All athletic television sports network, which AATSN, um, man, good dudes. You already know, you know what I'm saying? Firsthand how good these cats are. Uh, Johnny is like that guy when it comes to production, man, this dude is amazing, man. Some of the things that he does is nuts. Uh, but just blessed, man. I had opportunity. Just real rap, and I, you know, I, ain't, I ain't trying to sound cliche enough, but like really blessed to be able to have the opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to to do the damn thing, you know what I'm saying, like that, you know what I'm saying. I'm joining the ranks of my guys, Benny, you know what I'm saying, and Big Kev. Uh, what up, Kev, you know what I'm saying, Kevin Hayes Hip Hop, you know what I'm saying, the True Blue Podcast. I'm just joining the ranks, you know what I'm saying, by by tapping into Burning Bridges, man. So uh, shout out to everybody over there, Chip, you know what I'm saying, Johnny, uh, that boy uh, Dave, I think his intern, Dave the intern, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, much love. We actually talked about it. Um, they do a show, pregame show for the Eagles in a, a little a little bar, a little pub in Quakertown. So I told him, I said, you know we pulling up. You know what I'm saying? You oh, know we God. pulling Quakertown. up. Off Jeez. top, we pulling up. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Look, as long as, long as it's cold beer flowing, 
and football showing, oh, we up in that hole. You know what? You know what I mean? We right. doing the damn thing. Yeah. So, shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> that was a verse. <laughs> yes, sir. You know I got bars. You know I got bars, dog. Hey, we in here, though. What's up with it? Yeah, man. Well, good shit. You had your man Brian Johnson on, so that was good. You, I mean, yes, you're, you're, build, you're building your show. You're building your rapport, so you know we're gonna keep we're gonna keep plugging it. So make sure to check on Tuesdays, and you can check us out on Wednesdays the uh, live stream. Bow Chip checking in. That's right, Chip. He's got the shit. Bars, what up? Man. Got bars, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, talking man. about like like Nestle. <laughs> so look, that's what's been happening in our world. But God damn it, we got to take it to. Uh, the NFL streets. We're gonna tap in with some uh, some week one action, starting with oh JB. When we brought our friends from KSRN, it was doom and gloom last week. Mm. Did you know it? The Bird Gang came to fucking step on throats, whooping ass. They the Titans thirty eight to thirteen. JB, the, the 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 full breakdown. Uh, the full breakdown of what's happening. Um, check out the highlights. I mean, what what did you see? I see we saw some good playmaking from. Kyler, and of course, we're going to, you know, you know, D-Hop doing this thing. Of course, we're going to get to Chandler in a second, but overall assessment of week one, what did you see from the Berg Uh Defense playing well, right? Uh, defense, de- defensive backfield playing well, right? So, uh, other than that, like, uh, other than that, like, of course, Chandler Jones did his thing. Kyler Murray played smart, smart, sound football. But most of all, Cliff Kingsbury Called good plays. Did he pass right? it? Did he pass he, it? Or did he, he call it? Did he pass it? Nah, he called it, and he he did a great job of doing that. We just out physical them, outplayed them, and that's a great job of preparation. You know what I'm saying? That's all I like to say about it, man. It, it was just really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you know, week one, week one is is always is always the who came out to play week. I mean, hell, you saw it with the fucking Packers and and, and the Saints, and obviously that was a little bit right. different circumstance because of the hurricane and shit. But nonetheless, I mean, Bergen came to play, and right. uh, you know, I mean, it just seemed like they, it, and I mean, it's a good sign for Kyler because. Kyler is going to be one of those quarterbacks that I feel like he can rise above to a certain extent. He can rise above like coaching failures because now we're, we're seeing like, you know, in his third year, he's pulling some Wilson stuff. He can extend the oh, yeah. play and he can yeah. find, he can find his guys in space when the play breaks down and all that. So yeah, man, I mean, I was, I mean, considering, considering what our guys from KSRM were talking about, Mm. I was thoroughly impressed with how the bird game mm. came out. I'm not going to lie. I, but, but Benny, I told him. I told him, Benny. I said, don't be surprised, right? Don't be surprised if we come out and we look good, right? You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But we this is a professional football team, bro, right? I don't have – look, I don't have faith in, 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 in Cliff Kingsbury's play call to a certain extent. I need to develop that confidence, Right? I got faith in Vance Joseph because towards the end of the year he was trending. He came, he was on the uprise when it comes to calling defenses and being successful. And like you know, it, it came down to personnel. We had a couple guys hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like things just weren't in our favor defensively. But Vance Joseph was calling good games. This is professional sports. And shout out to Cliff Kingsbury and, and his staff for getting these guys ready to play ball. They went out there, they were prepared. They overcome some adversity in the beginning. Uh, we had some penalties. Uh, Beecham got hurt, which to be honest with you, I'm just yep. being completely honest. I'm wishing I'm not wishing hurt on that man, 
But I think Beecham is his number two at this point. He's been playing good ball his entire career. I don't think he's a starter. The kid that came in played well. This is a young man's game. Beecham, hey, just being real, if I was you, I'd be like, get a young man in the reins and like do your thing. And if y'all need me, I'm going to come in and handle my business right. Uh, because you're not getting it done, big dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not getting it done. So, uh, other than that, Chase Evans ran well. Connor ran well. You know what I'm saying? Receivers caught the ball. Christian Kirk doing Christian Kirk things. I mean, it was just beautiful, man. It was fun to watch when you went, you know, it's it's like Hannibal from the A-team. I love it when the plan comes together, and that's what we saw Sunday. <laughs> well, speaking <clears> of Vance <throat> Joseph and, and shit was beautiful to watch. I mean, hell, all that all that mess we were hearing about Chandler not being focused and trade rumors and all this stuff. Man, this dude came out to handle business. Five sacks, six tackles, four tackles for loss. Now, he's on one year left of the deal, but he said he said after the game that where his mind is at, he's not. He, he says he's playing best when he's not focusing on the contract status. So he seems to be locked in. But if you if you're playing if you're playing kind, how are you how are you looking at this for the end of the season? Because I mean, he's not going to get five sacks every game. Don't get me wrong, but no, he's proven he's proven his worth. He knows it's a contract year. But what I would have did been is this: uh, they showed a picture of Steve Kime and. Um, and, uh, and Mike Beardwell right? on the yeah, on the sideline with him after the game, uh, like before the game ended, and um, you know I tweeted Peter Man, right? So I'm expecting to hear uh, some things pop off here in the next couple weeks. Now Chandler Jones is gonna play well, right? Uh, of course they're gonna start double teaming him, chipping him, so on and so forth. Like he's gonna be on red alert, and guess who's gonna wake up at that point? Number 99. All right, so you got 99 problems, right? And you got 55 problems, right? Well, then you got 91 problems, right? All right, now, I said this when we had our review, our football review in the beginning of the last episode. We got depth defensive line-wise. Shout out to Branson Buckner doing a great job. The defensive line coach, man, getting the boys ready to play, playing technically sound, stopping the run first, right? Travis Henry got his ass stuffed like a motherfucking holiday turkey, right? And then, of course, we took away their first option, took away their second option, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown doing A.J. Brown things, but A.J. Brown is not enough. All right, shout out to our defensive backfield, too. All right, young boy played well. Alfred played well. Uh, nephew played well. B. Murphy. And then, of course, Buda Baker. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did what we needed to do to win. Uh, shout out to Vance Joseph for having the wherewithal and the sense, football-wise, to put Hicks and Collins on the field at the same time. We got two fucking run stoppers, right, big-time thumpers. Right, and you got the the old savvy vet and Hicks, and you got the boy, the young boy out there, Isaiah Simmons, just roaming around doing what he do. Right, got an interception. You know, what I'm saying having the awareness. Hey man, it just looked good. It just looked good. And it ain't no time to pat him on the back and say we we done made it, we've arrived. No, we went and we made a statement. We said we we here, and we, we just gonna keep on rocking. You know, what I'm saying so. Hey, nose to the ground, bird gang. Every game is the most important game. The, the next game up is the most important game. So the Vikings, we got them this Sunday in the bird's nest, handle business, and that's that. We ain't looking at nothing else. Right, exactly. And, I mean, listen, good good front seven play is going to make it easier for, for Buddha to shine. And, yeah, I mean, like you said, going at the end of, of last season, going into this season, and Benny, I can, and, bring it and, up. And, Benny, I, I, I'd be remiss if I wouldn't say great job O-line, all right? Great job, O-line, all right? Right, So, right. Rodney Hudson paying dividends, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
Humphreys played solid, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then everybody else that we brought in, Pew played well, which he always does. And Kelly we brought in from Buffalo. Look, everybody played good football, right? So shout out to the whole damn squad, man. We love it what we see it right now. And speaking of old line, even Taylor Lewan from the <clears throat> Titans went on Twitter and admitted he got his ass whooped. So he took he took he took that, accountability. That that was some weak ass shit, bro. I'm sorry. That was some weak ass shit. That was a cop out. You know what I'm saying? If I get my ass whooped like that, everybody saw it, Benny. Right? Everybody saw it. So you ain't got to go on Twitter and say, "Oh, I got my ass whooped," but I'll be, I'll be okay. Nah, man, you got your ass whooped, right? So get your ass whooped. Accept that ass whooping. Go in the film room, learn from what the fuck you did wrong. He got ran over by Buda Baker, which is fucking embarrassing. I don't know what the fuck this guy got going on. He didn't just get his ass whooped by Chandler Jones, right? right. Before he got yeah, hurt, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. He couldn't play no more. He just got his ass flat out whooped the whole fucking game. He been a goofy to me, though. I'm just being real. He been a goofy. I, I, I've never really right. just, just had the utmost respect for this dude. He been right. a goofy. You know what I'm saying? So... Right. Uh, it didn't surprise me one bit when Lumen was getting his ass tossed around like a motherfucking hoe at a cut party. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's weak, though. That's some weak ass shit. I'd never do no shit like that. Come on, the motherfucking Twitter. Too much. I got my ass whooped. I'll be back to watch. Like, fuck that shit. All right? I'm going to the film room. I'm going to the lab. And I'm going to get back right. And I'm never going to put the same performance on the field that I put the night before, especially if I got my ass whooped. That's weak, bro. Right. And, I mean, listen. I mean, he does a podcast, too. So maybe he needs to focus more in the film room than trying to do a goddamn podcast. I mean, get your bread, but... Uh, Speak on that, you know, right. You know, but I know I understand where you're coming from. Um, look, speaking of not quitting, JB, taking it to my kiddies, you know, they lose the 49ers. They almost fuck up the line for mm-hmm. the betters, but they end up scoring 16 in the fourth quarter. And um, I got to tell you, one thing I think that has to do with is the fact that this coaching staff is built off of guys who used to play. You have mm-hmm. Antoine Randall L. You have Deuce Staley. You have Mark Brunel as the quarterback coach. You have Anthony Lynn. People forget Anthony Lynn was a good player in the league. He's the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Aaron Glenn, and of course Dan Campbell. People want to say what he played, you know, what, what they want about fucking biting kneecaps and shit. Man played for ten years, and he actually mm-hmm. played for Detroit. So yeah, are they are they underwhelming <clears throat> talent wise and banged up? Absolutely, they're. You know, they're going to be one of the worst rosters in the league. That just is what it is. But they didn't fucking they, – they were getting their ass whooped. And one like one play goes the other way. They could have potentially tied this fucking game at the end of the game. Now, True. it is what it is. They, they took the L, but they didn't fucking lay down and quit. Now, we lose Jeff Okuda again. Fucking first game, he ruptures Achilles. You know, I feel for the kid. But what I like is I saw the DB coach, Aubrey Pleasant, in his grill, saying, do your job. You can see him right here. He's saying, do your job. I love this. I, this yeah, is, yeah. Jamie, this is what the culture we need in fucking Detroit is him getting in the young fella's ass and saying, do your goddamn job. I mean, obviously, if you, if you didn't see the full game, I understand that. But as far as, like, you know, where, where their position, it's going to be a rough year. But so far, how, how are you assessing as far as, like, what they're made of in terms of, like, particularly this new culture that the coaching staff is trying to put in and say, yo, you can't fucking lay down. you gotta, you got to keep rolling. Without a doubt, man. Um, so one thing I understand is that when you got a, a coaching staff full of players, right, former players that have the resume that you're looking at, like you said, Antoine Randall, Deuce Staley, right? That's just two names right there, right? 
Uh, one thing I want the people to know is that one thing that you guys didn't see about that interaction between Akudo and the coach is that the coach afterwards came up to him and loved on him, right? Exactly. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't punking right. him out. Yeah. The great, the great Bruce Aaron said, "Coach hard, but love him harder." Right. So this is this coach's mentality, right? I'm gonna be on your ass, right? I tell my players and, and guys I train all the time is that you need to worry when I stop yelling at your ass. Right, that means I lost lost all faith in you. So uh, y'all gonna be fine, man. I, I laughed when I first heard y'all head coach talk, but then I looked a little deeper into the coaching staff, and I'm like, yeah, they're gonna be okay. Right. So I I think y'all gonna surprise a lot of people. I really think it's just a matter of time before y'all kind of get y'all's identity together. All right. Everybody goes through injuries, right? So it's kind of better to go through injuries early than late, right? And as long as they're not detrimental, like a lot of punts, a lot of cats jumping on IR, and that are not gonna be able to get off IR. Right, you're gonna have some really good things going on, so you'll see. I think y'all gonna be okay. Y'all gonna y'all gonna ruin a whole lot of people's playoff hopes. Trust me. Yeah, five games, we 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 fuck over some people's seasons in week week 18. I mean, hey, that would actually be kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, we got you, Badger, joining us on Twitter. So he asked, "How do you guys feel about the whole Patrick Peterson situation? Return to the desert? Oh, I, we don't you, we, we we don't think about it." Right, <laughs> this is football, bro. We we don't think about it. I know, and I know exactly who that man is. What's up, big boy? Uh, I I I don't think about it. That's just being real, right? I don't like. I don't care about Patrick P coming back to the desert. Who cares, right? He left. He went to another team, and that's his business. He's a man who made a decision to do what he needs to do for himself. That's his business, right? Now, are we gonna attack Patrick Peterson? No. Right, I don't think there's no vendetta. We're going to play the brand of football that we just played last week, and we're going to continue to try to build on that and be better, you know what I'm saying, than we were last week. Fuck Patrick Peterson. That's my brother, right? And I'm talking about in the sense of game planning. Don't give a damn about Patrick Peterson, right? We're going to continue to do what we do, and you're going to have to check it, respect it, and check it, right? So Pat better fucking goddamn get a good night's rest because what we just showed last week, if we show the same thing, it's going to be a long day for them motherfucking quote-unquote purple people eaters, right? right? And I'll be there, all right? You, I'll be there. Sign autographs, all right? So I better see your ass, all right? Shaking hands and kissing babies, but uh, nah, yeah, man. I like the mayor do. Right. But I mean, yeah, man, I, I understand. Like, it's going to it's gonna take a little bit of time, but I think, I ultimately think it's, it's the right situation. Obviously, they got to make smart decisions in the play calling, especially in two minutes, but... They showed a lot of heart, man. I mean, I know Lions fans are tired of this shit where we're fucking getting rolled, and then we come back for 24, like, in the Stafford days, and like, oh, my God, we're about to, you know what I mean? Like, only, only, thing kitties, doing it, yeah, only thing we're doing is fucking over the better. So that's, uh, you know, that's what we stay doing. But keeping it moving, oh, JB, a little Fitz Trazic, Ryan Fitzpatrick is on mm. the IR. Riverboat. Should he call Cam or should he stay with Tyler Heineke, who actually played pretty decently? They had a chance to win that game. I don't. I don't think he'll call Cam. I think. I think uh, in, in Ron's mind, that ship is sailed. Uh, I think that's last resort type shit, and that's no. That's no knock. That's no shade. That's no shade at all. That's just professional. You know what I'm saying? That's just professional sports. That's just a man who said, you know what? I've dealt with that. Uh, me and Cam had some good years. They did. They had. They had. They had, they had some success down there, right in Carolina. So I don't. There's no ill will. That's just Ron saying, okay, worst case scenario, if there's nobody out there, I'm pretty sure he will call. But other than that, like he got a quarterback, you know, what I'm saying they can design around it. Of course, big dog, you know, what I'm saying we'll see you, All right? Uh, so they're gonna design their 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 plays and they're gonna design their game plan around Heineke, and that's gonna be that, right? 
Uh, they got a guy behind him, so they're, they're, this, they're going to roll with who they got, right? They got a hell of a defensive line, all right, a very aggressive defense. Uh, of course, you know what I'm saying, when, uh, when a quarterback – and Heineke's not deficient pass-wise, right? It ain't like he's, no, he's, he's, he's lacking, you know what I'm saying? So, and the team they, likes him. Like Chase right. Young, Chase Young right. is like, yo, this is my guy. They're going to be fine, bro. They're going to be just fine. Fitzpatrick got the nod because he's the vet, and rightfully so, right? He's still, you know what I'm saying, the guy – Honestly, you know what I'm saying? He's made, he's kind of like that tweener between a starter and a backup, but he's their guy, right? So, yeah, of course, he got the nod, but he got hurt, is what it is. Now, next man up. I, I don't think Ron calls Cam now. Right. Well, speaking of Cam and being the right guy, Mac Jones' debut, 29 to 39, 281 yards and a touchdown. And, uh, you know, honestly, the Pats should have won that game. But now, I mean, with the money that they spent and the guys that they that they have and the guys that they have coming back, namely Stephon Gilmore, you feel like the Pats are, are starting to become a threat again in the AFC? Maybe not a contender, Benny, but a threat? Benny, I said it on the last episode, right? Uh, give, me, give them about three games, and the Patriots are going to be a fucking snowball rolling downhill. It's Bill Belichick, man. Come on. It's, it's Daniels. And I said it, Mac Jones is going to have the most successful career out of all these quarterbacks because they're never going to put him in a bad situation. He's never going to be the guy that's going to be put made to throw 60 times down the field. Now, that's not his thing. It's efficiency, right? It's high percentage plays. That's what they do. And that's why Bill Belichick is the fucking GOAT to this day. Uh, Mac Jones is just doing things that I expect him to do, right? So, again... Two to three games, New England's gonna be fucking disgusting. Why? Wow, yeah, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be looking like the New England of old. Oh man, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting strong like early two thousands New England vibes from mm-hmm. this team, where the yep. defense is the defense carries them, right? But right. they'll do just enough on offense. Yeah, exactly. I'm that. Yes, sir. Now, listen, I know, I know. <clears throat> Falcons gonna Falcon, JB. That's the mm. hell that might be a next T-shirt. Falcons are gonna Falcons are gonna Falcon. We might get a suit for that one, man. <laughs> Arthur Blank, Arthur Blank. I might use that fucking Home Depot Monday to come after asses. But uh, speaking, of sh- shout out to Chip and Johnny because they gotta be feeling good about Jalen Hurts. Twenty-seven to thirty-five, two hundred sixty-four yards, three TDs again. Week one against Atlanta. We understand that, but do we feel like are they gonna say, you know what, we're gonna give this kid a chance? On paper, I said it. I, I thought Atlanta would win the game, right, because of the veteran leadership of Matty Ice. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, they do have a new coach and everything, but just because of Matty Ice, they they don't they haven't lost a lot of pieces. They're def- they, there's not a huge overhaul, right? They got the kid from Florida, right? So I'm like, on paper, they're more stable. I feel like the Falcons will win. Jalen Hurts said, not so fast, my friend. All right, shout out to the great Lee Corso. Hey, one thing we know about Jalen Hurts is this kid is a student in the game. He's a tough son of a bitch, all right, and he's a winner, all right? So that's what Philadelphia got. He's he he's one of those cats that embodies the spirit of Philadelphia, right? Because Philly's one of the toughest fucking cities you're going to ever encounter, right? And he, he he's doing what the doers do in Philly, and of course they're loving him. There is no competition to me, right? None. None. There is no competition because Minshew ain't showed me enough even in the year that he played all right, he's a backup, and that's cool. So Philly should feel good, right? If Jalen, if God forbid something happens to Jalen Hurts, they're in decent hands with Minshew. But right now, hey, the guy, the guy is Jalen Hurts. Good job, Philly. Hey, shout out to the defense, too, because they was fucking wrecking shit. 
Yeah, and, and, and you know, Devontae Smith obviously doing his thing, and, and it, it, it implies that there may be another option, which there really isn't. Like you said, Minshew is proven. Minshew, Minshew's going to have a long Chase Daniel-type career in the league. Mm-hmm. He's going to be around for 12, course, 15 yeah. years. Without a doubt. Solid backup. Solid. Yes. Not yes. a starter, but solid backup. So let Jalen Cook build the – you know, design shit around him, RPO. Let him do – like you said, let him be – the winner that he is, and I think they'll be okay now. Shout out you know, to shout out to Kez Watkins, you know what I'm saying? Selling us to the top, the speed demon. It's only a matter of time for that kid to get loose. He told the preseason all the way to fuck up. Hey, watch out for number sixteen. Yeah, I mean. By the way, you pick you picked the Eagles uh, last week, so you can uh, feel pretty good about that. For Savage Picks, which we'll get to in a moment. Now, before we get into Savage Picks, uh, let's take it to the Savage Hotline. Of course, you can DM us. At JB and Benny Blue, or you can leave us a message 818-850-2804. Who Mike Jones Who? for a voicemail to be played on the show? But coming in from our guy Coach G. Oh, he saw his guy Max Crosby on Monday Night Football. That crazy ass game. Six <laughs> tackles, four solo with two sacks. Um, is is Max Crosby starting to creep into that like top five, like? DN front seven conversation. I mean, this kid has been like kind of earning this keep. I'm not gonna lie. Is he is he TJ Water Chandler? I ain't gonna go that far. But what did you see? What did you see out of Max Crosby on 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 this game? I saw a lot of hustle, honestly, and I saw not a terrible a terrible Villanueva. Like let's let's call a spade a spade. Coach G, it is what it is, bro. Uh, I've watched Max Crosby play a lot. I, I've never just been super impressed with him. I thought he's always been a try hard guy. All right, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with that. He's long, uh, pause, you know what I'm saying? He got, you know, he's got he got the strong two-hand stab, you know what I'm saying? He 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 works, right? So you're not so if you don't outwork him, then you're done. Villanueva is trash, right? He was trash at, at Pittsburgh, and he's trash right now because he's older, right? I ain't never liked Villanueva. I thought it was a gimmick. I thought it was a joke when they said that he came from the league, from the army. You know what I'm saying? Go play in the league and like, what? So Crosby took advantage of a great situation. That's what he did. All right, look at look at that shit. Look look how ugly that shit is. Right? Look at that shit. That's disgusting, bro. That's disgusting offensive tackle play. You can call it what you want. That's disgusting offensive tackle play. Right? And you see, that's one man that wants it better than another man. Now, uh, a couple of those are cover sacks. That right there is a cover sack. Right? That's that's your man Lamar Jackson not goddamn taking off running and making those safeties and those linebackers be disciplined and creep up and keep their eyes on him. All right. Even if he gets three fucking yards and slides, you have to be worried about him running. He causes problems at times because he does not get rid of the ball. All right. Villain away was trash, right? So yeah, Crosby did his thing, but it was very, very, very opportunistic. That's true, and that's what I've always noticed about him is, you know, like you said, he's, he's, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't jump off the screen in terms of, like, natural ability or talent, but the dude has a fucking motor, man, and I mean, you know, of course. he is. He's, that, he's yeah. that type of guy. Right, yeah, um, he, fits their, he fits their whole, he embodies their whole presence, right? And our other Savage Hotline question for the day, or topic of the day, rather, comes from our guy, shout out to our guy, Michael Brillhart. Uh, Mike, what up, foe? Talk about the impact of legalizing sports betting, and, and JB is looking at this. I bet on sports myself. I do. I do all right as long as I'm paying attention, of course. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, half the U.S. offers legal sports betting as the NFL season begins. Um, and you see, like Caesars, ha- Caesars has an app. All the all the MGM, places have, have right. an app. Yep, yep. MGM has an app, and of course, you know, shot to my bookie and DraftKings and FanDuel and, and all these yep. places. But what have you, what have you kind of noticed as far as like? Because I feel, I feel like fans pay attention in a different way. But what, what kind of impact have you noticed over these last couple of years from legalizing more sports betting? It's happening more and more. I mean, all it, all it's doing, and the reason why they legalize sports gambling is is to get the non-fan to be a fan, right? Let's just call a spade a spade, Benny, right? They get the non-fan to be a fan, right? So when you put a little extra on it, you put a little something on it, yeah, everybody want to watch football at that point, right? You put, you know, 10, 10 15 25 even 25 so you put $5 on the shit. Right now, you got interest in the game. You're like, well, shit, I put money on this motherfucker. I need to watch and see what's going on. Right? <laughs> like, that's real rap. You know what I'm saying? I know motherfuckers that I ain't never heard of betting, and I've been talking to them about con- having conversations oh, with yeah. them about betting. I got $100 betting. in the Cardinals. Like, you don't even watch, right. man. You, you know what I'm saying? I got, I, got, I got ladies in my gym coming up to me like, yeah, I need to know how, like, how this betting thing work. Like, damn, really? That's how you feel? You trying to get in the game when it comes to betting? Damn, you don't even know what the fuck going on. What's, what's the first down? You know what I'm saying? What's 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 the rules overtime? Like you don't know nothing. All you know is that if this team beat this team, you win, right? So that's what it is. That that's what it is, Mike. You know what I'm saying? So to answer your question in as simple form as I possibly can, they did that one, of course, because it's gonna make the state of Arizona fucking billions of dollars, right? But to make the non-fan more of a fan so it just increases the brand it makes everything bigger exactly there's so there's so much more revenue coming into i mean obviously it you know the deals that they cut with the league now how that's going to manifest itself in future cba and stuff like that that's what i'm curious about mm. how a piece of the pie now, that, now that's a whole that's a whole nother can of worms it has to the only thing that trickles down is that these players have to start getting paid more money, right? Point blank, period. They have to start getting paid more money. There has to be more guaranteed money, right? All of these things. The revenue goes up for the product. The revenue should go up for the people that make the product successful. Bingo. Well, look, that's some week one recap, and that's some Savage Hotline. Before we get into week two Savage Picks, man, of course, you know what to do. Make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue. You know what I'm saying? If you miss Fuck with us, man. Oh, good. Tap in on the podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And, of course, tap in with our friends over at SavageCBD.com. Use the code REVIEW for 15% off your first order and free shipping, baby. And, of course, we are a part of CasualSports.com, live there from the desert, and Believe a Podcast Network with a bunch of our friends who are doing shows um, and all that. Next week, we're going to have we're gonna have a fantastic guest. We will drop that information here next week. So we're going to be doing some live hog talk. I'm looking forward to this. JB and I have been talking about this in our panda production meeting. Some live hog talk with another set of expertise and eyes. And uh, I'm very this curious to see. Mike Wall. Going. You know what I'm saying? One of the greatest oh, man, he's fucking letting the cat out the bag. God That's damn. all good. Shit, they need to know. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? Mike Wall, my big brother, you know what I'm saying, going to be on the show. And I am fucking excited about it. I don't give a fuck. That's one of the coolest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. We had great times in Carolina. And I cannot fucking wait to have my boy, as I call him, Mike Wiggity, in the fucking building doing his goddamn thing on the review, baby. Welcome, man. Already welcome. We're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have a lot to talk about with him. So uh, yeah, man, check check us out next week, next Wednesday, seven thirty, for all that. 
All right, God damn it. Let's get into it. But before we do get into it, we got to see how we did last week. And with a drum roll, please. Oh, the bizzle man was eight and seven, but yours truly, the blue Dini, was nine and six. Just going through the games, we both picked Tampa Bay to beat the ooh the cowgirls. Uh, Steelers got. We both picked the Bills. Keep pounding. The Panthers got it done. The Texans fall to the Jags. Burgang gets it done for the Titans. Maybe correctly picks the Eagles, uh, who mashed out the goddamn Falcons. However, on the other side, I picked the Chargers, who took that road trip. Usually that's a bad pick, uh, cross-country trip week one, but the Chargers held out and got it done. Yep. Of course, you know, both of my kitties, they, you know, they took the L to the Niners. Fought a good fight. Squawks got it done against the Colts. Uh, the Bungles in overtime mm. get it done. The Bungles are going to be are good. Trouble. About a team, a Trouble about bubble. going to spoil, spoil some seasons. Might be the Bungles. Trouble. Trouble bubble. Dolphins got it done by one point, so we, we got that correctly. Chiefs. Got it done, got that correctly. I correctly pricked the Broncos. Jay-Z might be the new owner of the Broncos or Jeff Bezos. You never know. Uh, both picked the Packers, and they got mashed up by the Saints. Both picked the Rams, of course, and then uh, we both picked the Ravens, who kind of sort of won, but then lost, but then won, and then same thing with the Raiders. That was some wild shit, but that was an entertaining game. Uh, Benny, yeah. You want to hear some wild shit? Hmm. You want to hear some wild shit? Yes. Do you want to hear some wild shit? All right. I'm on Twitter right now. And Paola Bo Bo even I don't can't even say this bitch name. Excuse me, I don't know I don't know the color bitch. <laughs> Breaking news! Naughty by nature, we performing at halftime for the Arizona Cardinals and Vikings game at State Farm Stadium, right? Uh, CC Penniston was singing the national anthem. What, what the fuck? What? In what? Is, what just happened? This? Like somebody tell me what the fuck just happened? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, first of all, I love Naughty by Nature, and right. I hope I hope that I hope that you're at the 50 yard line and they're doing Uptown Anthem, and you're the fucking hype man. Number one, number two, we gonna break. Uh, hey, look, right. that, that's on. Look, that's on the motherfucking workout playlist forever, bro. Oh, uh, when that thing come on, shout out to Juice, baby. If you don't know where that came from, it's from the Juice you're soundtrack. Still not high enough. Hey, boy, look, hey. Boy, come on. Hey, shout out to Tretch, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Vinny. All them boys, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I, I'm excited about it, man. Hopefully I get to, you know what I'm saying, take a flick with them. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, hey, sorry. I'm sorry. I, hey, I got to flick up with them boys. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 throwback. Well, listen, if that's the case, if that's the entertainment, then fucking Bird Gang, you got to win. Damn. You got to handle your business. CC you know? Peniston, bro. Right? CC Peniston. Yeah, come on, man. Like. What the fuck? Like, where'd she come from? Like, hey, hey I'm pretty again, sure you're gonna sound great. So, making the brand bigger, making the brand bigger, like we just talked about. Well, we'll get to that in this time right now. Week two, Savage Picks. Let's go. All right, starting Run with it. the G Man Thursday Run Night it. Football at the Washington Football Team, and the line is three for Washington, who took a tough L in week one. Dr. Bridges, what you thinking, sir? I got the Washington football team strictly because of the defensive line. I don't think that the Giants O-line can hold up. Uh, Chase Young's a problem. Uh, the other kid over there, Chubb, is a problem. All right, and then all them goddamn first-rounders they got from Alabama. Problem, all right? <laughs> right. <laughs> problem, problem, problem. All kind of problems. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking, I'm taking the Washington football team uh, as well. I mean... 
I did. I like the way that Danny Dimes is spreading it around. Um, I'm not going to lie, but I'm concerned about what the G-Men are doing on defense at this point, and I don't think it's going to be enough uh, to beat the Washington football team. So I think it's going to be a close one. I like that line. Vegas knows what they're doing with that line. Yeah, you know how to now. Washington football team as well. All right. It's... <laughs> <laughs> The overtime Raiders taking it out to the Steel Curtain, who got it done against the Bills, and the line is five and a half for the Steelers' uh, home opener. What do you I think? can't, believe, you think I this, can't believe I'm saying this, but I honestly believe that the Raiders have too much offense for the Steelers. Ooh. Right? Um, and, and let's keep it a whole buck. That damn defensive line ain't no joke. All right, now, Crosby might be a try-hard guy, but they got guys, you know what I'm saying, that, that can – here is, is depth, all right, and that comes from Brinson Buckner when he was there, you know what I'm saying, building that defensive line, but shout out to the defensive line coach that's there. Now, they got depth in that defensive line. Their defense plays aggressive. Abram, uh, I think is a safety's name from Alabama. This motherfucker's an animal, you know what I'm saying, second coming to fucking um, whoever. Sean, <laughs> fuck, it don't matter. If you a hard-hitting safety, Brian Dawkins, it don't matter. Second coming to all them motherfuckers. I just think that the Raiders got too much going on offensively and defensively because Pittsburgh really don't. Just to be honest, right? They let's let's just keep it a fucking buck, keep it real funky. They scored a touchdown late, only touchdown scored, right for them. And special teams play, they scored a touchdown. Those things wouldn't happen. I know it's all three phases, but we don't count on special teams to score a touchdown. That's icing on the cake, right? The Raiders are going to score points, and they showed it versus the Baltimore defense that's known to be aggressive. This is a tough one to pick. I'm going to say I'm going to take the Steelers close. I actually think I would I would bet against that line. I think it's going to be closer than that. But I'm taking the Steelers at home early in the season. The Steelers, if nothing else, are going to show they're going to have a great front seven. Now, is fucking Roethlisberger going to fall off by week 10? Probably. But nonetheless, I think I don't, I don't trust the Raiders enough to protect Derek Carr or Derek Carr to make good enough decisions when under duress to make a play if they need to. And how's Chucky going to react if it is close? Mike Tomlin's a hell of a coach. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers at home, but against that line. So that's the one I don't trust. Um, speaking of some teams I have to trust, JB, oh, it's the Bungles coming off a win against the Bears, home opener in Chicago, and the line is three for the Bears at home, baby. I just got to go for the Bengals, bro. Like, I don't know who the fuck picked the Bears and why they picked the Bears, but from what I saw, and I still believe Matt Nagy is the problem. The problem is Matt Nagy. It ain't got nothing to do with the talent. They got plenty of talent on their team. Defensive line-wise, they still got Khalil Mack and uh, the defensive tackle. What's his name? Hicks, right? Yep. Come on, man. You got interior, exterior. You know what I'm saying? You got problems. You know what I'm saying? They still got uh, uh, Roquan, you know what I'm saying? Not Smith, you know what I'm saying? Running around, flying around, making tackles. Like, the defensive backfield is solid. Not good, but solid, right? You know what I'm saying? Good enough, you know what I'm saying, to, to fit their scheme. The Bengals are a fucking problem, all right? And let's just keep it real. That's just what the fuck they are. They're a problem, all right? Yeah, yeah young Chase Young cat, man. He finna fucking, no, not Chase Young. What's his name? Uh, The other young. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, all right? So, Jamar, Jamar Chase. The ball, Chase. Problem, bro. I don't know why they try to cry to clown that man by dropping balls, right? He's a fucking human being. 
right? Check his track record. He ain't dropped none Sunday, right? And Joe Burrow right. came to his defense real quick. I thought he dropped balls in the press conference. Right? They were like, ah, right? Yeah, kiss my ass. The Bengals get the win, all right? So these lines is fucked up. And watch how they changed, though. Watch how they changed close to game time. Because I'll be damned if y'all really think Chicago going to win by three points. Vegas don't even believe that shit. Watch how the shit be like at fucking point five, fucking an hour before game time. Right, right. I think the Bengals get it done as well in, in some jankification. Um, and I think it's just because I feel like Matt Nagy is going to be too stubborn and, you know, old, old Red Rifle is going gonna, is gonna to take them out of it. They'll... It's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be some bullshit unwatchable shit for a, for three and a half quarters, but Joe Burrow might make a play to Jamar Chase to actually seal this thing. So I'm taking I'm gonna take the the Bengals as well. All right, Texans, um, the head into Cleveland, Cleveland home opener. They had a chance to beat the Chiefs and they let it slip. God damn, this line's disrespectful. It's twelve and a half for the Brownies. Ooh, ooh. At home. Mm, so, I don't think Houston have, has enough to beat Cleveland, right? Uh, I think that uh, the coach over there, what is his name? Uh, he was a receiver coach in Philadelphia for a long time. Um, D- damn. D. Cully. Cully, yeah. So, D. Cully, I, I think he's doing something pretty decent over there. And it's crazy because we haven't really talked about Houston. We've been kind of dogging Houston out with all the whole Deshaun Watson shit going on. Uh, but we pray that he... He gets through his situation and whatever he got going on. So, uh, but D. Cully did a great job with them coming out and, and mashing the team that they should beat. Jacksonville Jaguars are trash, right? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I, I've never saw him as the best quarterback to do anything, right? Uh, Urban Myers, you ran from Ohio State because you saw the writing on the wall. They was about to tax your ass for all that bullshit she was doing, getting them boys from Florida up there, paying them all that goddamn money. So you got the fuck out of there. Now you're in the NFL with that bullshit-ass coaching style, and that shit ain't going to fucking go. Now, that being said, Cleveland Browns is just too much. They should have beat Kansas City. Yes. Right? But at the same time, should have don't mean shit. Right? If it was a fifth, we know how that go. Uh, but I think that Cleveland gets their first win versus the Houston Texans. All right? Yes. And that's that. I think the D, again, I'm going to go back to the D-line, I mean. I think their D-line is going to be too much between Clowney, you know what I'm saying, Garrett, and everybody else in between. <laughs> Shit. Yes. It's going to be a headache for that boy Tyrod. You know he already motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, kind of dainty. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Not too much needs to be said. I don't know about the line. I mean, the Texans, um, you know, we'll see if that was a week one aberration where they where they kind of they played for coach and they, they came out week one ready to play. But I'm definitely taking the Browns. And this is 12 and a half. I don't know. But definitely taking the Browns. All right. Keeping it moving. Intriguing matchup. Oh, my guy Stafford came out and, and showed out this, this past week for the, for the Rams, albeit against the, the Bears. But Rams at Colts, and the line is four for the Rams on the road. Although the the Rams have Stafford, which is a definitely an upgrade from golf, right? But is it an upgrade from golf? Right? Oh, golf? get spicy. I don't know, but I'm asking the question, like, because like, it's kind of like something I was thinking about earlier. Like, is it an upgrade from golf? Because golf is in its, what, third year? Well, no. I mean, golf has been – golf start when we when we did our first podcast in April 2016. That's so, yeah, that was his first year. So, got, so, got, so, so, this is it, so this is his fourth year. 
Well, well, fifth year. Well, no, I mean fifth, sixth year, right? Because I mean he played the 2016 season, obviously. So yeah, this is this is his. Damn, year. he been in the league that long? Okay, anyway, kind of similar skill sets. What I'm getting at, right? He can throw the ball a mile. Let's not let's 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 not discredit the man, right? He can throw the ball a fucking mile, right? But he just, I mean, fucking Stafford been in the league. This is his what 15th year. No, it's been he's been he's been a league since oh nine. Right. So not quite. Thirteenth year. Okay, so thirteen. Right? So we're looking at five, six to thirteen. Right? Either way it go. Stafford looks great. I'm just gonna be real. Like he looks amazing, like he's done a lot to his body. He looks great, right? He looks good. He don't look all doughy and fat and you know what I'm saying? Whatever, <laughs> whatever. He don't look skinny fat. He looks great. But same yeah, time. McVay's offense is McVay's offense. They do the same shit. It don't matter who's back there, right? It don't matter who's back there. They run the same fucking plays over and over again. And their defense, to me, was not that menacing, right? Just being completely honest, I think the fucking Bears fucked up more than their defense stopped anything. Aaron Donald, the great Aaron Donald, who everybody fucking blows at at any given time they can, he had one sack that game, and it was late in the fucking game, and it was some bullshit. Right to be honest, so let's just keep it a buck, keep it all the way funky. I think the Indianapolis Colts get the win. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you took me a long way to to make to make these this the kind of bold pick. All right, I respect that. Here's the key difference, though. Golf, and I can tell you firsthand because I'm I'm qualified to talk about this. You sure are. Yes, you are. Stafford can is is a more capable quarterback than Goff. And Goff mm-hmm. is decent. Goff is like in that Kirk Cousins realm. Hmm. But Stafford has the ability to actually extend, extend the play in the sense of read. I'm not talking like athleticism like Kyler or Lamar or Russell Wilson. I'm talking about from a read standpoint. Right. He's got a lot of weapons and he's got a lot of guys. This is why I picked Cooper Cup on fantasy. Because I knew Cooper Cup was going to find the soft spots. And he was going to be cash money. And he was. I think he got like two touchdowns last week. So Stafford is going to be playing well this season. I I agree with you completely on what you say on your defense. If anything, I think it's going to be the defense that could ultimately fuck over the Rams in the long term. More Mm. so than predictability on the offense. But I'm taking the Rams because I don't trust Wentz yet. I definitely don't. And... Are they going to be able to get enough with Jonathan Taylor in the running game? I'm not sure, so I'm taking the Rams. Um, keep it a moving. Intriguing matchup as well. AFC East. It's the Bills. Mafia. 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 The Finns in Miami. Oh, the Bermuda Triangle last Miami. And the Lions three and a half for the Bills on the road. Ooh, the Bermuda. Shit, man, janky down there. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time. Um, shout out to the 305, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, I got mad love for the 305. All right, so, look, uh, Bills Mafia, I think they get the win. Um, I think the Miami did some good things, and I think the floor, uh, what's his name again? The floor? Brian Flores. Flores, yeah. Okay, so I think Flores is doing some good things down there, but at the same time, I just think the Bills kind of got off kilt against the Steelers. I think they got overwhelmed, you know what I'm saying, yada, yada, yada. Kind of, kind of started reading the paper clippings a little too much, drinking the Kool-Aid. I think that McDermott gets their ass back to reality. I think that Josh Allen has a fucking phenomenal game. I think the Bills Mafia defense shows up in big time. And I think the Bills get the W. All right. 
I agree. Bills are not dropping two in a row. Dolphins know that they stole one in New England, which you know, mm-hmm. it, I mean, they earned it, but they, you know, they got they won't buy a fucking. Yeah, we can't expect that. Though. We can't yeah. expect that. Yeah, exactly. And we're seeing it already, JB. Man, if you if you're gonna put two in a position to really make a play, I don't know. I don't know if he, if he can really achieve. That. I said it, Benny. I said it, Benny. I don't think he's the guy, bro. So. I think I, I, I think I think he's a backup. I think he's a backup. I, I think at best two is a, a phenomenal backup, right? I don't think he's a starter guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could, you know, maybe 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 a fringe starter, lower thirty-two type guy, right. Right. possible backup. But I'm taking the Bills as well. All right, it's your pass, kid. Going into the BUMS 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 bums. Oops, I mean the JETS 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 Jets, and the line is five and a half for the Pats in the Meadowlands, baby. This might be where the Patriots get their winning streak started. Uh, it's gonna happen, right? It's gonna happen. It is gonna happen. Mark my words. And everybody, six weeks from now, we're gonna be talking on our episode, and we're gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, I told you so. Uh, New England gets the win. Uh, the Jets just lost Beckton, right? He's gone, probably probably gone for the season. I, ain't, I mean, I don't know. I'm just telling. They carried the Carter big man off. He'll at least be gone for at least five to six weeks, right? So, um, yeah, offensive line is still kind of trash, right? Um, Salo, I like him as a coach. I like him as a, you know, saying just period, right? So, I think he's gonna be okay in the next couple of years. But yeah, New England got some shit brewing right now. So New England gets the win. I agree. Pats get the win. Belichick is going to throw some shit to really knock Zach Wilson, who had some flashes now. He showed up to go up against Darnold. Now, Darnold was better, but Wilson showed showed some you know plays. Um, he got a couple gimmies there. There's a touch on the back of the end zone. Just like he was fucking open, open for a mile. But Bill Belichick is going to throw some shit to really confuse uh, the young man and kind of expose him a little bit, I think. So I think the Pats beat that line. Better believe it. And they definitely get the dub. All right, Niners coming off the W in, in Detroit, going to the E A G L E S Eagles, and the line is three and a half for the Niners on the road. Do the Niners beat Chip and Johnny's Eagles? No, they don't. In the link. Uh, going into going into the link Lincoln Financial Field is going to be fucking raucous. Uh, Garoppolo going to throw in the ball maybe twice, to be honest. Uh, they lost Moret or whatever his name, how you say his name. Uh, the running back, and then they lost one. They, they starting cornerbacks. I, I mean, they're, they're, it's it's going downhill again for San Francisco. It's, it's on the way down like a motherfucking street trolley. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, Eagles get the win. I think it's close. I think the Niners steal one at the link, um, but I'm I'm excited to see what Jalen Hurts does, and I'm expecting to see more Trey Lance in this game. So, I think the Niners defense is just enough. To- what the Eagles are doing, but I'm gonna take the Niners. I, that that's a that's a that's a funny fucking Vegas line. That three and a half. That's a funny line, Vegas. Mm-hmm. We see you. So I think it's gonna be a close. But I got I got the Niners. All right, the Saints are marching in to Carolina. Jamie's former employer. You see the hat, and the line is three and a half for the Jameis led Saints in Carolina. Ooh. History has shown that when Jameis Winston has success, he comes back and fucks it all up. Right. Uh, now, I understand that Sean Payton is the quarterback whisperer. I get that, right? But I just feel like that Carolina hasn't shown half of what they're going to be, even in last week's victory, right? Donald is just selling in. That defense is still going to be that defense. Uh, I got faith in the court and the head coach with the Panthers. What's his name? Matt Rule. 
Matt Rule, right? I got faith in Rule. I like the way he handles his business. I like the way he conducts himself. I like the way he holds men accountable as men, right? And those are the coaches that usually get the best response from players. So I think that the Panthers are going to shock the Saints, right, and really shake up the NFC South. Uh, I agree. Two words. Christian McCaffrey. What mm-hmm. are the Saints going to do C-Mac. to keep him contained, which is going to open up DJ Moore and some of these other uh, – Robbie Anderson, some of these playmakers. Robbie Arnold. That boy can run now. And I think I think the Saints, is, like you said, it's going to be a little bit of smelling their own piss, to use JB words, uh, from a week one mashing of the Packers. I think I think that was a week one we're coming out ready. Because, you know, like you said, it's a Sean Payton-led team, but – I think they go to Carolina and lose. Again, another funny line, three and a half, but I'm taking the Panthers, too. I think we, hate half, half. we hate that half, goddammit. We hate that half. Goddammit, the half's Assholes. Fuck, fuck people over on many a bet. All right, Teddy Two Gloves and the Broncos are coming down from mile high to go see <laughs> O'Eben and Trevor Lawrence, and the line is six and a half, or six, pardon me, for Denver in Jacksonville. Uh, Jerry Judy, uh, get well soon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he yep. ended up getting on IR. Uh, so, and I, and I don't think he's going to be on IR for the whole season, but, you know, Godspeed, that recovery. But, of course, the Denver Broncos going to win this game. I don't think Jacksonville has a, a, a snowball chance in hell to be very good this year. Uh, so, yeah, Denver. Yeah, I'm liking what I've been seeing so far out of Noah Fant. Teddy is obviously, you know, Teddy Two Gloves is about as reliable as, as it comes. Maybe not, maybe not a star at this point, just given his mm-hmm. health, but he can get it done. And yeah, I'm taking, the, I'm taking the Broncos too. All right, we ain't gonna waste any more time. It's a <laughs> Patrick Peterson coming home, riding that fucking skull boat into the Red Sea. JB will be in the building with Naughty by Nature and uh, Cardinals. Three and a half at home, JB. Why did the Cardinals get it done? Defense, defense, defense. All right, defense gives us opportunities to get the ball back. I think we play sound, smart offense. Uh, I think we just we just really piggyback on what we did the week before. Uh, I don't think we tried to do anything different. Of course, we have to contain Brandon Cooks, but at the same time, he's a little more shifty. They're going to do more things to get him the ball, but all we got to do is rally. Rally, rally, rally on defense, get to the ball. Good things happen when you get to the ball. Turnovers happen. Uh, and as far as like the defensive backfield, they're not going to be able to hang, bro. I, I just feel like we need to do what we need to do, take our shots when we got time to run the ball. Everything we did last week just continue to sharpen that up, and we're going to be okay. Yes. I think the Cardinals will win. I do think, thanks to Cliff, they are going to play down to the Vikings' bullshit for the first half. I'm projecting that they're going to play some some like real questionable football in the first half, but I do think they're going to pull away. I think they're going to beat this line. And I think, the, honestly, I mean, call it NFC North bias if you want. I think the Vikings are going to be really bad this year. Yeah. I just have a feeling the Vikings are going to be absolute yep. dog shit this year. Pretty trash. Speaking of trash, oh, coming oh, off a trash shit. week last week. Oh, oh Falcons going to Falcon, and they're flying their asses down to Tampa, I mean Tampa Bay, and the line is a disrespectful 11.5 for Tampa Bay at home, baby. I would never take the line 11.5 on. That's a lot. Tampa Bay. Yep. Taking the, taking the bucks as well. All right, this is actually an interesting matchup considering how many fucking jean shorts and fucking whatever Jordan those are and the fucking high top fades you're going to see in SoFi Stadium. It's the how about <laughs> the Cowgirls made them Cowboys heading to play the Chargers and the line is two and a half for the Chargers at home. Question mm, uh, Cowboys have a huge fan base in L.A., right, because of the fact that they have camp out there. Uh, I think the Cowboys get the victory over L.A. I agree. Um, 
I think it's going to be a dynamic game. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust that line as far as I can throw it, but I do think the Cowboys, knowing that they had an opportunity against a really good team last week, um, I believe that they come in to L.A., and I believe they get the W as well. All right. Money-making Mitch's Titans. And then that's squawk. Squawk. There it is. The first one of the season, baby. And the line, you know, there's going to be fucking squawks all year, damn it. Fucking four and a half for Seattle at home. We laid the, we laid the, blueprint. We laid the blueprint out, bro. Seattle. Yeah. I'm taking uh, Seattle as well. I don't think they have enough on defense to contain Russ. He's going to find Lockett in the soft spots. DK Metcalf. Who's covering DK? Who's covering um, DK? And uh, unless they're playing the Burr Gang, um, like in the Seahawks as well. All right. This will be an intriguing matchup, but the fucking Ravens, goddamn, they are banged up. It's the Chiefs kingdom, quote the Raven nevermore, in Baltimore. And the line's three and a half. I honestly am not sure why this isn't higher. For the Chiefs on the road. Vegas knows something, right? Vegas always knows something. Uh, I'm going to roll with Kansas City, of course, uh, and I'm going to take the line, too. <laughs> for real. All right, I'm taking the Chiefs as well. Just just too much. Lamar's, Lamar's going to keep a minute, but it's just going to be too much. All right, JB, and... <laughs> It's my comeback, kiddies. Taking on the boom, 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 go, Pat, go, who are openly disrespected on the road. Man bun Aaron Rodgers coming back mm. to Lambeau, and the line is 11 and a half for Green Bay at home. I wouldn't even call him a man bun, bro. It's like a, it's just a twig back there. So, uh, I have to, teacher. I got to go with Green Bay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the fact that y'all lost to uh, y'all starting cornerback, uh, Adam's going to have a field day. To be honest, uh, you guys, again, you guys are going to be good, but you guys got to find an identity. It's going to take four or five weeks to do that. Uh, I'm looking more so towards next year when you guys are going to be really dangerous. But right now, the Packers are embarrassed. They got, you know, they just played shit football. Uh, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that guy to, to accept that. And yeah, he ain't going to get on y'all here. Listen, I'm picking the Lions, but uh, my, my, my betting sheet may say differently when it comes to that. Ah. Listen, le- listen. They started flat last week, like we talked about, time of possession. If you mm-hmm. hold the ball and keep it away from Rodgers, you can mess this thing up for some jankification. Listen, it's a kiddies. I mean, this thing we've seen this thing can happen. Um, so, you know, of course I got my kiddies, but, uh, hey, man, I won't be surprised if fucking Rodgers blows the doors off the shit, especially losing, losing Akuda and just being, just, you know, under undermanned to stop some of these weapons for the Packers. Right. That's it. We'll see who's right, who's wrong, who's both right, who's both wrong. And before we get on here, JB, we need us talk to the people for a moment before we get on up out of here, baby. Hey, just keep it keep it tight and keep it right. All right, that's all I need to say. All right, uh, and, and with all this bullshit going on in the world, it's always bullshit going on in the world. All right, kids, stop shooting up schools. The fuck is wrong with you, idiots? All right, is it happening parents, parents, pay more attention to your goddamn kids, man. All right, pay more attention to your kids. You goddamn meth heads out there. Fucking crackheads having babies and shit. Even crackheads took more care of their kids than you meth, meth smoking, fentanyl snorting, whatever the fuck y'all do. Oh my god! Pay attention to your children. Pay attention to your children. All right, we need us. All right, we are always stronger here than we are here. All right, this has been the JB and Billy Blue Review. Check us out on Instagram. All right, all our social media at JB and Billy Blue. Website JB and Billy Review.com. 
for all inquiries, whatever, whatever. You want to be our sponsor, all that shit. Check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple, all that shit. Like, subscribe, share, all that. Tell your friends about us. Hit us up on jbnbinnerreview at gmail.com. Uh, if you got questions, concerns, uh, we got a hotline. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. Uh, we're available on casualsports.com, live streaming Phoenix, all that shit. And Believe Podcast Network. We here because we believe. All right? You dig what I'm saying? All right? We do have a number. All right? You can hit us up on the Savage Hotline. What's that number, Benny? That's 818-850-2804. Shout out to Coach G and our guy Mike for dropping the Savage Hotline on Instagram. But you can leave a message and we will play it on the show. Artists, yeah, yeah. send us music, jbandbenbreview at gmail.com. And uh, that's it. We're going to get on out of here. We hope you enjoy your week of ball. We'll be back on with Mike Wall next week, breaking down his career in a whole lot of mo. And, of course, uh, the week two recap and week three. So stick around. Wednesday, 730, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. JB's hey, hey. Bridges Tuesday. What time Tuesday again for the people? 730, man. Same time. Seven, same time. We, we got, same we, time. We, right? we're, like, we're like NBC must see TV on this bitch. We in sync. We in Tuesday sync. Everything in and sync. Wednesday. Come on now. Get, get some. Get your live stream. Like Kevin said, buy you some, bitch. Yeah, that's right. So until next week, we are out, reviewers. A peace. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.